0: This is Self Starter. Welcome, folks, to Self Starter Season. This is a podcast that highlights the small business owners, the self-employed and freelancers who've taken the plunge to create their own desirable lifestyle. My name is Andy Dowling. I'm also the host of the Andy Social Podcast and I play bass in the Australian metal band Lord. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook by searching at Andy Dowling or you can go to selfstarter.com.au where you can learn more about yours truly as well as anything and everything to do with the self-employment world. This episode is with Paul Ibbotson of Ibbotson Drums and Fish Sticks. Now, Paul was frustrated working for other people, and he was looking for a change, and it didn't come without trial or error. Working in a wide range of different jobs, he was trying to work out what he wanted to do. No matter what he did, his mind kept gravitating back towards starting his own business. When it came to investing his efforts in a possible trade, working for somebody else, Paul made the decision rather to invest in himself and what he was passionate about, which was drumming and metal. Leaning on his years of experience as a metal drummer playing in a number of different bands, Paul used his knowledge of drumming as well as his existing networks to create a grassroots business that caters directly for the demographic he comes from. This gives him a genuine and organic approach where people can instantly trust his business, understanding that this is something that is really important to Paul and he has the knowledge and experience to back it up. It's only been a few months in, but Paul has hit the ground running. Creating an overarching brand called Ibbotson Drums and focusing on his first product, fish Fishsticks, he's been able to reach the interest of a wide range of accomplished drummers who've jumped on board as endorses of the brand. He's created apparel and he's actively pushing his business outside across his existing networks, which is starting to naturally grow through word of mouth and recommendations. Paul's ideas are without limit and with the parent brand created, he will start to introduce new products and services as time rolls on. He's here for the long term and he's made sure that it's set up to allow plenty of room to grow in any direction. To learn more about Ibbotson Drums and Fish Sticks, check out ibbotsondrums.com.au as well as the show notes over at selfstarter.com.au. For now though, please enjoy this great chat with Paul of Ibbotson Drums.
1: Um. Paul Ibbotson from uh, Sydney and uh, a metal guy through and through and um, owner of uh, Ibbotson Drums, which is Fish Sticks Drumsticks under that brand. And we've been going about – it's been building up for about a year or so uh, and then probably going about four months now, I think. I'm losing losing track of time. (laughs) I've just been full into it. Yeah, I think we're about four months in now. Since opening. So
0: yeah. So so still pretty fresh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was making sure everything was exactly how I wanted before launch, before I sort of let any cats out of the bag, so to speak, and then yeah, so everything was ready to go about four months ago
0: and just been pushing it since then. It's been good. And I mean I mean, I've known you for quite a few years, but I mean, for people listening, yeah. you know, what? what's the background and what, what what have you been doing sort of leading up to this? Like, have you had sort of experience doing, you know, different types of versions of self-employment? Have you had a business before in the past or is this sort of like a bit of new ground for yourself?
1: Nah, all throw myself in the deep end, man. It was <laughs> um, oh, like going back, I was, I had a comfortable job, delivery driver, had the work, you take it home. I was doing that for eight years and, I was comfortable. So I wasn't I wasn't too worried about the future. I was just cruising along doing that. And then out of nowhere, the boss comes in. and he goes, yeah, I'm selling up. I'm moving to WA. Wow. And, uh, yeah, sort of pulled out any future within that out from under my legs. I'm like, okay, well, fair enough. Like, people do that. But I had to reevaluate what I was doing. But in that time, the economy completely changed. Like, even how you actually apply for a job, in that time, everything – Turned into recruitment agencies and stuff like that. And I couldn't stand those sort of things. So it was everything completely changed. So, yeah, went into other work and I'm going, oh, well, I need to do something bloody decent. So I ended up actually going into a plumbing trade and did mature age apprenticeship, started that. And, yeah, it got about a year into that. But then it was like most of the people making most of the money in that, they picked up all their, all their um, like, teenage friends that are all tradies too. Mm. And they all sort of work off each other. Going in at that at our 30, you sort of lose a lot of those connections. And I'm like, fuck, well, I'm, I'm going to be in for like 150 grand on a truck. So I'm like, nah, can that. I'd rather put something I really am passionate about. If I'm going to put that money into it, I'd rather do something I'm really passionate about. So I got out of that and I'm going, nah, I'm quitting work. I'm, I'm going self-employed. I'm doing something for myself. And while I was building up to that, I'm like, I'll just get something delivery driving again. And yeah, was that on the side and building up trying to, I was originally going to do some food type stuff. and Yeah, sort of just went through everything, really looking into every, every aspect of everything. And then sort of came on the end of what I'm most passionate about is drums and music. And I've, I've done so much in it and I know a lot. And I know the scene, and I sort of know the the market that I sort of wanted to target. That I'm like, nah, I'll just throw everything into that. And yeah, that was about a bit over a year and a half ago. And yeah, we're here sort of now. So <laughs> started, for, yeah, I'm four months in, and it's going pretty good at the moment. I'm pretty
0: happy with it. I mean, it's it's awesome to see. I mean, I've I've crapped on about this quite a bit over the years, especially with um, with musos where you know, I think we've sort of been forced in a way to have to be a lot more creative and be multi skilled and pick up a lot of different different things along the way to 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 keep keep this whole music world viable for us financially. And and, you know, some people have sort of sunk and other people have, have swam along the way and picked up things and it's just super it's super cool to see people take the initiative and, and create something. It's um you know, it's it's fantastic. And for you, I mean, obviously as you said, like you you sort of Bouncing between a few different things, t- trying things out, try to work out you know what that what that next sort of chapter in your life is going to be, and then you sort of gone you know I, I want to sort of put all my efforts into something that I'm going to see see that return and and focus on the things that I actually care about, and and obviously that was yeah. a, that took you took you some time to obviously you know build that up and you know still have still have your you know your boring old job uh, fueling you financially while you you built know, built this concept up
1: yeah. Yeah, it was it was definitely good to just sort of get into it on that, like, because I wanted to pretty much go, okay, if I can make the rest of my life drums and music and stuff, well, if I could make everything surrounding that, then that's what I'd love to do. So
0: how do I make that happen? And this is trying to make make that happen. Did you have a light bulb moment at any point? I mean, I know you sort of led led us through sort of that transition where you sort of tried a number of different things and you sort of realised, well, this is what I want to do. But can you remember a sort of a defining moment where you sort of went, like, this is this is an idea that I really need to sort of, you know, act on? And was there something that sort of sparked it?
1: I think the light bulb moment would have been more just the fact that I wanted to work for myself and not for someone else. Mm. When, when it changed from... A promotion going from promotion, more responsibility, more money, to same money, more responsibility, but the prestige is cool, isn't it? You get to call yourself this. Mm. And I'm like, what? why am I doing this for you? I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I can do stuff for myself. I've thrown myself in the deep end with everything I've done in my life. I've self-taught everything. Everything I've done, whether it's bloody sound engineering, pro tools, bloody any programs, anything like that, drums itself, music, singing, anything, everything I've done, i have just thrown myself in the deep end and haven't been disappointed with um, the outcomes. I'm like, I might as well just bite the bullet and do it with this. And it was then what I want to do. And I'm pretty passionate about food and stuff too. And I was down the sort of food route. So it was trying to find that how to make it work that I can work for myself in my current sort of Living situations and everything, like yeah, making everything like that, I could possibly build up towards it and get where I am now. So, yeah, light bulb moment would have been more working, not um working for myself itself, not the actual drums part. That just sort of was the whole year just blending into itself. This, this, that. Nah, this is good. And then in the drum side of think it was like this is good. Oh. Yeah, this no, nah, oh, no. Nah, actually, we won't do that. So that that's all kind of melded into each other. That.
0: So I mean, one of the one of the things I sort of ask people when it comes to you know these decisions that you make, where you sort of go, I wanna I wanna give it a go myself and see what I can what I can do with my, with my energy and my my knowledge and my ability and all that sort of stuff. But it's yeah. it's a massive risk, you know. You're you're, you're taking a plunge and in, in trying something that a lot of people steer away from because you know it's it's comfortable to have a traditional job and that reoccurring, you know, drip-fed money coming into your bank account and you know you'll put up with a bit of, a bit of shit from a boss or whatever just because it's it's just comfortable enough. But I mean, what sort of things did you sort of do leading up to these sort of decisions? Did you sort of have an, a bit of a plan in place where you thought I need to sort of you know, make some decisions to pr- prepare in advance, like even financially or things like that. Did you, Did you sort of think about that stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't in debt at all, which was handy. Mm. And I had some savings. I'm like, it was a bit of, um, yeah, sort of getting married and getting further into life in that aspect of things. But then it was like sort of missing out on the housing market. Like you're like, oh, like wanting to buy a house and that kind of stuff. And you go, well, in the time that's happened, I'm not really spending a deposit when I don't really want to buy a, say, $450,000 house for a million bucks just because mm. I need to get one. Yeah. I'm like, so, yeah, had was saving for that. I'm like, I can't justify spending the money on that. That's That $450,000 house is not worth a million bucks. I'm not buying it. <laughs> so I'm like, so we reevaluated everything. We're like, no, we'll put it into something for ourselves that we can build up and we can possibly, um, like, set up anywhere we need to sort of go, that kind of thing.
0: I mean, one of the questions I ask a lot of people is about challenges, you know, whether it be, you know, sort of the early stages or now or whatever it is. And, I mean, when I sort of looked at what you're doing, you know, for somebody that doesn't know much about music, you sort of think, oh, yeah, you know, drumsticks, that can't be that hard, you know, just a couple of sticks and paint them and it looks good but you know i mean that's it's not an easy sort of line to to go down no doubt you you would have had quite a few challenges sort of developing and, and getting everything together and getting the product ready and and obviously you know getting to a to a point where you can launch it and make it available for people and of course everything else that you're doing around uh, around your branding i mean what what were some of those challenges that you sort of had in what well, early stages and even now um would have had,
1: um, well, it was, it was cost and then viability mm. on pretty much what option do you take to start with to get the most outcome to then grow from there. Like you don't want to go, I didn't want to go too big and then get stuck, mm. but sort of do the wrong thing and not enough. So it was really like sort of pros and cons, weighing up the percentages of uh, what's the best thing to do. Like with drumsticks that we're, we're doing, drummers are really really picky it's and it's not a bad thing like everyone has their tiniest little preferences if in everything really like even down to guitar picks and or even finger picking and strings and every tiny thing for any musician so it was like narrowing down everything for a what would be good solid thing for launch to then expand on from them but set the foundation knowing well you want to grow this so it's 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 got to grow into having all the expanded everything else. So it was kind of picking exactly what to sort of start with that would um grab the most attention and be what most of the market I was sort of targeting wanted and then using that to then go into the sort of next thing and, and grow it from there.
0: Did you did you sort of have a bit of hesitation with making that decision or did you sort of have a bit of a gut feeling all the way along where you just need to sort of, I guess, confirm that that's, that's the right thing to do. Was it, was it, was it hard to sort of make that decision and sort of work out where to start? Um, kind
1: of hard, yeah, hard in the sense of, um, weighing it up. Mm. It was like, yeah, this has got all this, but it's got that. It's this, it's like the the decisions there, it's like, it's between this or that. And then, like, yeah, there was a million things like the branding and then the colours and working the colours and you're trying to get formulas of consistency. Like, I'm a bit OCD on styling and stuff like that. So I was like having all the amounts match up and everything sort of flow in the designs that you could work on that, but then you want too many things, then that doubles up everything you got to do and you're like, that's too much. I can't do that. I can't do that yet. I want to do that, but I can't do it yet. (laughs) So but I can't cut it in half like this because it ruins the whole thing. So I've got to do something else. So it was it was taking a long time to really narrow down exactly that. And then you have a great, great idea and, well, like um, with printing and stuff like that, well, I had to learn the hard way. Ah, no, you got to print in this format. No, you got to do it in this format. And you're like, I just did that for a month. <laughs> nah, no good. All right. The amount of folders on my computers of just – like, you'd know it with music of final, 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 done, final, final (laughs) XX2. Like It's just (laughs) folders and folders of just the exact same stuff with just the tiniest things bloody changed. But because it was, um, I was doing like drumsticks and stuff like that. Well, you had each one of them, so they all had to be consistent across each other. So yeah, it was, it was definitely a lot of that, but it wasn't, like, hard, like, going, um, ah, uh, um, uh I was like, no, I'm certain of this. I've got to get it to that, get it to that, and then it's, then it's a firm straight away, no, can't be. Okay, I know I've got to do this now. And it was just the time to make
0: that happen along the way. Did you um, did you have any, any points along the way, sort of as you're putting this all together and you're getting the money together and, you know, getting these sort of challenging moments where you've got to try and work out how you're going to make this happen? Did you, did you ever have moments where you sort of thought, Oh, I don't know, man. Like maybe, maybe I should look at um, look at something else. Maybe this is not the right thing for me to do. Did you ever have sort of those moments where you sort of second guessed yourself, or like the as 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 an entire sort of thing that you were trying to pursue?
1: Yeah, the the whole time, the whole time you're you're always second guessing yourself, just just going because you want it to succeed. Hmm. You you definitely want to succeed, and you don't want to. Be the one to go. I made the wrong decision. I <laughs> like, I failed, I did the wrong thing. So, you're always worried about that. But at the same time, you, uh, you just throw yourself in the deep end and you try and grow from there. That's that's all I just kept reminding myself okay, because when I got started, I already committed to it. Yeah, so I'm obliged to myself to make it happen. So if I'm worried, well I gotta how I gotta take the worry away is to figure out how to make it happen. Cause I'm already committed.
0: So I'm in. <laughs> That's it. You got no choice. Yeah. That's it. You just gotta yeah. keep you gotta keep going. Yeah. Love it. Um what I mean, I don't know much about, I guess, sort of the drumming sort of aspect or the industry um, around sort of uh, product and and I guess from a drummer's point of view, all the different options out there. But I would assume that there's yeah there is quite a bit of competition out there and you know if you are a drummer and you're looking to 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 find particular products to use there's there's you're sport for choice and i guess yeah. from, from your point of view as you as you've been sort of developing your own brand and and getting your product out there what's been what's been your point of difference what's been something that sort of you feel sort of separates yourself a little bit or makes you a little bit more unique to to somebody else out there why why should people uh, stick with you
1: well, from the beginning, how I got, like, everyone gets into music for different reasons. And I've, and not to, like, talk down on any of the other brands. They're all successful. They're all doing what they're doing. That's great. Awesome. But me as a drummer, I don't really think of myself as a drummer. I think of myself as a metal fan who wanted to play metal drums. <laughs> I didn't really have any drive for any other genre of music. And we definitely are coming. We come in as a different breed. And the thing is, I go into music stores or anything like that, and there's not even a double bass kit anywhere to be seen. <laughs> there's no rack. We're an afterthought. We're a neglected afterthought. And you've you've got what I sort of call the uh, um, the sort of uh, 70s jazz dad type things. Oh yeah, yeah, All all the all the old school but they've gotten into it for very different reasons. Mm. But because they're the majority of the market, every brand is sort of based around them. And then metal is sort of retro fitted as an afterthought. Kind of kind of afterwards. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that that's cool. Yeah. You're all successful at doing that. That's great. That's everyone. But that's not me, and I'm sure it's not many, many people. Like well, the and the passionate metal people, they're everywhere, and there's plenty of them. And that's who I really wanted to sort of look after and cater to. I'm I'm open for everyone because I know everyone goes in for a in like to playing for. Vastly different reasons. We've all got our mm. goals and our passions of what drives us, what we want. Like, oh, music isn't a competition, it isn't a race. Well, it was for me for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I was into. I was driving for that. Yeah. Like, everyone's everyone's doing their own thing, and that's, that's cool. That's what makes all the creativity yeah. and everyone doing what they're doing, and we're all driving each other. So I wanted to come from a different base, a metal base, the styling, the culture, everything and come in and build from that base and expand out from that. So I wanted to come in from the opposite end of the spectrum, the different, the different music scene, the, the scene I know, the the people I know, the people I can look after, the tiny nuances in the change of product that they are sort of really looking for. And I want to look after those guys because I, I feel they've been, we've all been neglected by just... Being the outsider sort of thing. Okay,
0: we're an outsider. No worries. <laughs> Come to me, then. It's yeah. Do you remember? I mean, it's only four months in, so I'm sure you remember. But do you remember the that first sale that you that you got? That first bit of business and and what that was like for you. Oh yeah,
1: it was it was it was great. It was um, yeah, it was uh, an old an old friend I hadn't spoken to him for a while, and he ended up buying it straight for his daughter. So he's yeah really really young. So straight away, the first one to get him in their sticks was a uh, yeah a young girl playing them. I was like, oh wow, <laughs> that was that was unexpected. But that's that's awesome. And then yeah, plenty plenty came came through after that, and yeah, all still all different different types. Like I I was had um like pretty much I look like metal sort of people would be buying but I, straight away there was definitely plenty of different sort of people paying attention and wanted to try it out anyway, so it was good.
0: That's really good. And I mean as as you said, you don't you don't have to make that adjustment. You you your brand and your business is what it is and it's up to yeah. it's up to the person on the other end as to whether they want to be curious and look into it or, or not and, and and it's up to it's up to the the customer, the potential customer as to whether, whether they want to do that or not. So it's, um, it's cool. And it's cool to see different people, um, sparking a bit of interest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's because every, with everything I've done, I'm self-taught. So at the same time, you don't sort of get that cookie cutter influence, so to speak, where you do the rollout, the same rollout that everyone's doing. You're just sort of like, this is how I sort of want it. And this is how it's going to be. And this is how it is now. And, uh,
0: What did you do to begin with to try and get people like not so much interested, but just like awareness, like just to get people to know that you and your business exists. What sort of approaches did you take to begin with?
1: Um, Mainly um, social media. Um, Behind the scenes, a fair few drummers I I knew myself, but it's because metal – genre has been neglected like even with the awards nights and everything we've had to basically create our own economy Mm. and it really is a sort of word of mouth economy like we there isn't much degree of separation between everyone within us it's so yeah it was pretty much a, a standard um social media rollout through pretty much all the connections that i've made over the years and got it into the hands of some people and they, they love everything it's about. And yeah, they've, they've continued on and gotten other people on it. Hey, get onto this and yeah, it's been great. So it's been, it's been sort of slow burn, exactly how I sort of wanted to do it that I could actually keep up with because I I wanted to learn in the process of doing it. I wasn't gonna attack too hard to begin with.
0: I like that. I, I mean, you, you want you want this to be sustainable, you want it to be long-term, so you don't want to sort of be a flash yeah. in the pan and sort of burn out too quickly because it's just too much too, too, too yeah, fast. Yeah, the bloody uh, water, watercolour shirts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they bought a million of them or whatever it was for Christmas and now I'm boredom.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, one thing that I thought was really cool, especially because this is all really new, is that you've already got... A number of guys and I know that this will be sort of from your own network of friends and people that you played with over the years but you've got you've got some artists that are that are putting themselves out there and putting themselves against your brand and vice versa and I think that's really cool and and to be able to do that so quickly um, I think it's a it's a massive statement for people out there to take notice with what you're doing was was that something that you wanted to do very quickly or was it just sort of just an just a bit of a chance thing that through conversation you thought oh, let's let's give this a shot and let's let's work out a little bit of an endorsement sort of approach um I was
1: I was hopeful for
0: it you always
1: want it mm-hmm. um but yeah it was it was really the the first guy we got on was Jake Spruill from uh, Hortopsy. Mm. yeah and he, he he really dug everything straight off the bat and um yeah we, we got talking and yeah he's he's been great right from pretty much day one i reckon grabbed his attention straight away and yeah he's been really good and um yeah from that just speaking to people and yeah got got some more guys in the works and got a few others got a few others on as well
0: it's um i mean it's really cool it's uh it's something that sort of you know kind of legitimizes what you do I mean you've already got a concept, you've got a product you've you, you know you've you've got your branding and everything there but I think when you know the curious are sort of looking to have a bit of a sticky beak and see what you do, but then they can see that there's you know there's these musicians who are, are vouching for for what you are and your product and everything like that i mean that's that you, people pay big money for that, and you've been able to sort of obtain uh, some some real credibility very early on, which is which is really cool. Yeah, well,
1: from the from the beginning, because I because the big the big guys the the sort of old way of thinking is um, the big guys like um, big celebrity endorsement, mm. but the metal scene has been neglected. So our local economy, where where the endorsers like. Now suddenly it isn't, it isn't the big pop star that everyone sort of looks up to it's the guy that headlines in the band that they, they want to play with that they do play with like we're we're much more connected and closer to each other on, on this side of things that it's a lot easier and more approachable for all of us to
0: sort of attain. I mean, it just taps into, I guess, the whole psyche of, of metalheads as well. And I think, you know, yeah. you you being in that world for so many years as well um, on every side of the fence and being able to sort of use that as sort of the energy behind the whole business, I think that obviously helps people sort of connect and understand and relate to it. And it's probably a lot easier for people to jump on board because it's not it's not some guy who's identified – Oh, yep. Uh, I can see uh, metalheads uh, really sort of uh, get onto this concept, so let's uh let's create this. I know nothing about metal, but I'm gonna pretend and uh, yeah, then, yeah. and cash in on it. I mean this is this is pretty organic and, and pretty genuine and you know, that's that's what you know, a lot of metal fans really appreciate. So it's that loyalty thing once again. As soon as people know and and for you you've you've already got your reputation, so then people will gravitate towards you and what you're all about.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, that's that's pretty much exactly what I wanted to wanted to go for, and just grow up from there, and let the let the products and stuff that I release speak for themselves, be what people are after, and look after all my metal guys that want to join in, that want to join the ride.
0: I'm I'm keen for them all to jump on board. And and even though you said before, and it was a really good point about you know happy for it to sort of go at a slower pace and be the slow burn sort of approach because you, you need to sort of learn as you go and be able to manage it and manage that growth. But I mean, what's, have you got sort of a, sort of a a pie in the sky sort of goal or something that you are sort of are aiming towards, even if it's further down the track, have you sort of got a direction or is it just going to be sort of this, I don't know, just, just get more people using the product and, and it's about as simple as that.
1: Grow it as much as it needs to grow and, if it if it can grow in that and it will, I'll I'll help facilitate and make it happen. Like I'll, I'll go worldwide with it if I need to. I'll stay local in Australia. It's whatever's possible I wanna do. But yeah, it's still gonna be a lot of hard work and I wanna make sure I I do it at the right time and Yeah, and do it right. So still figuring out when that is. But I set I set it up from the start as Ibbotson drums, my main thing out at the moment is uh, fish sticks, drumsticks, mm. but I started it from the beginning as Ibbotson drums, as the parent brand, because in my eyes, the sky's the limit on where I go with it. So anything I do comes under the Ibbotson drums brand and anything subsequent under that, that I feel like doing or want to do or can do, I can. It wasn't just, I'm going to do drumsticks, mm. and I did fish sticks, drumsticks, and and that's why you get fish sticks, drumsticks through AU. So this is where I'm starting. I feel, I This is what I sort of decided was my best starting point. But where I go from here, it, to me, the sky's the limit. It's just... What is what is possible? What what can I do? But I've set myself up to be open to it.
0: I think I think mean, it's awesome because you know you're not sort of getting too carried away to begin with. You know you're not having a million ideas and not actually acting on them or doing them half-assed. You're sort of like, okay, well this is the plan of attack to begin with. I'm going to chip away at this and make sure this is the best it possibly can be. And then once that's up and running and and doing what it needs to do, then I can start to look at the next thing. But for you to sort of still think ahead a little bit and to have this sort of overarching sort of branding um, that you can then have the flexibility of putting whatever you want underneath it. I mean, that's, that's cool. It's, it's quite liberating in a way because you can, you do have that flexibility and there's no rules attached to it. You're not, you're not sort of pushed into a corner of, as you said, the example of only doing drumsticks and and your branding being just drumsticks. It's, it's not that it's, it's your drumming brand overall. And, and one thing I did notice um, which we haven't really spoken about is you know, you've got apparel on there as well. So you've got your branding on apparel. And so it's sort of like, it's almost like, and I I don't say this in a wanky way, but but I can't articulate this any better, but it's almost like you're creating this like almost lifestyle brand around your drumming brand. So people that understand the, the, the backstory, the ethics around your business and what you're all about and what's, what you're passionate about and and you put importance on people identify with that. And as a result, they'll want to wear the t-shirt or they will want to wear the branding and, and represent it because it means more than just drums. It's, it's, yeah. it's the attitude. It's everything that's attached to it.
1: Yeah. And I didn't want, I didn't want any of the um apparel side of things. I didn't want it to just be. Merch mm. to me, it wasn't merch. Drummer's shorts isn't merch. It's got a, it's got a purpose. Yeah. So all my stuff, I wanted to have a purpose, but at the same time, I, I come from a um, '90s, street skating background too. I was heavily into that, so I almost came in with the sort of thrasher magazine feel of it. Of I don't care what everyone else is doing. This is what we're doing, and and the styling of things with metal has been sort of always, I don't know, It's this is basically my style. I'm metal, but I'm also skate, but this is my styling and this is what I'm doing and this is what I want it to look like and this is what it is kind of thing. It was,
0: yeah. I think it's, I think it's awesome. It's really cool. And, um, you know, as as we said before, like you've you sort of, obviously got your focuses right now and you just got to work out what works and what doesn't and just do the best that you can, but you've, you've left the doors open that you can, you can expand on it and put some meaning behind it. And um, yeah, I mean, we we both sort of come from the same sort of background when it comes to being in a band and how much we rely on merchandise. And so we, we're printing yeah. t-shirts, we've got our CDs, we've got our stubby holders, we've got all this sort of stuff that we, we chuck on the merch table at gigs and for you to sort of go, Well, I kind of want that concept, but I need to, I need to put more depth to it. I need to put more meaning behind it. It's got to make sense. And it's got to make sense for people who are going to be my customers and they're going to be metal drummers. And so, you know, if I'm going to sell someone, as you said, like for example, the the drumming shorts, they've got to be, they have got to be practical. They've got to make sense for a drummer, you know, and it's not just, Hey, well, I'm wearing some shorts and they look cool. It's got to have, it's got to have some practicality to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, so for any drummers that are listening in, and or anybody that's actually keen to have a bit of a sticky beat, because I mean, I was I was actually really impressed, and I'll, I'll be completely honest, I had no idea what you were doing until I actually saw Jake post the image the other day where you guys had met up, and oh right, yeah, and I'm like, what's he up to? And, and, so, and so I had a bit of a sticky beak. I thought, oh, geez, what have you been doing? And so, and then I looked into the website and, and looked in, and I thought you've, you've really put something really, really cool together. And, um, and Thanks, man. to, and to yeah. know that you've only been up and running like officially for, for four months is is pretty impressive because it looks like you've you, you really sort of started to make some headway.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's moving at the exact pace that I sort of wanted it to. But found, I'm really happy with the foundation that I set that it's – I put everything in place for it to grow as big as it possibly could. Like, I'm not sort of half it in the sense of going, well, yeah, we sort of grow from here and then we do that. Like, the foundations are designed for it to be big, but how I, how I get there, I can ride the wave to sort of find my way there. Kind of thing.
0: That's cool. That's really cool. And yeah. um and to to finish the half statement I just made before, um, so if anybody is interested in having a sticky beak oh, yeah. um <laughs> yeah. I yeah. me going off on a tangent, um where yeah. where should people go? Where like where where can they look to to get a bit of an idea of uh, what what the business is all about?
1: Uh, Ibbotsondrums.com.au. That's I B B O T S O N Drums dot com dot au and yeah that's pretty much my web store um site. and there's all sub links out of that and there's a store and there's a bio and everything we're about and all our featured artists and everything's pretty much on there that's probably the best best spot to go and it's got everything
0: well i'm gonna get uh i'm gonna get all the curious people heading your way to your website and uh, check everything out and they can go and click on the awesome the little show notes that i put up with um everything in there but um Man, thank you so much. Um, appreciate the time and um, I wish you all the best. I mean, you're only four months in, but um, you, you're doing great things. But, um, yeah, all the best with, um, with the rest of this year and, and beyond. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. To learn more about Paul from Ibbots and Drums, you can click through to the show notes on your preferred podcast player or you can head over to selfstarter.com.au where you will find more details from our guest as well as my key takeaways. Number one, be confident in who you are. Wear your passions and your identity on your sleeve. Not everyone has to like what you like and you're not catering for the masses. There is more than enough business to go around. If you're genuine in what you do and you have a real passion for your craft, then it will be a magnet not only for the people who share your interests, but you may find people outside of your circles showing curiosity in what you're doing. Paul's domain is the metal drummer, but he's already found people outside of the metal genre showing interest in his products. Number two, parent company gives you options. Paul created Ibbotson Drums as a parent company to allow him to create as many different products and brands as he desires. He started with fish sticks and it's his main focus. However, as he said in the chat, the sky is the limit. You don't have to do everything all at once, but it's good to think ahead and create foundations so that you have flexibility in the long term. Number three, taking a page from a different book. Paul has created merchandise that accompanies his branding, which I think gives him a lot of room to create lifestyle branding where people want to wear the logo and be a part of the imagery and the ethics of what his business is all about. Paul shared that he's come from this skater background where a lot of his approaches when it comes to apparel have come from and have been inspired by that industry. His branding isn't around skating culture, but he's been able to fuse ideas and claw out inspiration from another market and apply it to his own. Number four, endorsements. Can you create an advocate? If you have people that are passionate about your product, consider endorsements where you take care of selected advocates, or sometimes known as influencers these days, in exchange for discounted or free products services. They're agreements that go both ways, so be selective in the people you choose, and make sure that value is being provided in both directions. Paul's got a growing list of endorsees with their own public profile who swear by his product and spread the word for him. He's even got a section on his website where prospective endorsees can complete a form and read up about what to expect if they wish to inquire about endorsements so that expectations are set from the outset. We're done. To learn more about this episode and previous ones, check out selfstarter.com.au. If you want to have a squeeze at my other podcast, the Andy Social Podcast, or the Bandlord, or anything that's happening in my neck of the woods, you can go over to andydowling.net. Really looking forward to having you back for the next episode of Self-Starter. Larry.
1: Larry, please.